0: Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in, News Talk 953, Michiana's news channel and the all new MNC Nation. I want to thank all three radio stations for tuning in. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Also want to thank RB Car Company, locations in South Bend, Warsaw, and Columbia City. If you're looking to upgrade your ride, go to RBCarCompany.com. So I teased this a couple of weeks ago. And a lot of you have been a little upset with me because it hasn't come out yet. And uh, life gets in the way. I do apologize about that. There is a story that I have about Goshen, Indiana that I wanted to share with everybody. Uh, I got a, I got a phone call a while back, and and somebody had just you know whispered in my ear that the mayor of Goshen was going to be resigning. Of course, we all know that Mayor Stutzman has announced he is resigning. But the phone call wasn't about that. It wasn't like a scoop that he was going to be stepping down. The issue was what was surrounding a potential next step beyond that. And that's where I found things to be interesting. Now, of course, this required a different person than the individual who contacted me to actually reach out. So I, I kind of waited patiently, was hoping that I would hear from this person, and I did. And they passed on a lot of information to me that I found to be interesting and intriguing, and I figured that I would pass it on to all of you. Now, obviously, not everybody listening here is in Goshen. Goshen's a relatively small area here, but a lot of you in Goshen do listen to the show. And those of you who are not in Goshen know somebody who is. So that's where I wanted to go ahead and talk about this story. I wanted to pass it on to all of you. And look, ultimately, this is going to be something that Goshen has to make a decision about what they do. But this actually starts back in the 1990s, and no, some of you are going, Casey. What does what does the resignation of Mayor Stutzman and Goshen have to do with the 1990s? It's actually a really good question. So I published the article this morning. If you go to btmedia.news, you can get the article. You can listen to the audio clips that are posted up there. If you need to go over this again, you want to share it with somebody. btmedia dot news and you can get this article and all of the information in the article which has all the links and the references and everything else try to make it easy for everybody so i started the article off with a quote he asked me if i would follow him as mayor i said by the time you're done being mayor republicans will be so sick of democrats in goshen no democrat could get elected now that was former mayor Alan Kaufman before he ran for mayor. Now, Kaufman was mayor of Goshen, Indiana for more than 18 years, which isn't a bad run for a guy who didn't think he had a chance at winning because Republicans were going to be sick and tired of a Democrat as mayor in Goshen. So this leads to a very interesting question. The guy who was mayor for 18 years but didn't think it was possible to be mayor what changed? What happened? Why would, why would he run, knowing that he probably wouldn't win? And then how did he win? And then how did he keep winning? Good questions. Now, a lot of this is just normal politicking, but there's some nuance here that residents of Goshen may or may not have been aware of. I'm sure longtime residents probably picked up on it, but maybe newer folks don't necessarily know what has happened. Now, for those of you who don't know, um, there was a mayor there, Mayor Puro, uh, and well, Kaufman didn't think that his tenure was was going so good. So then there's another quote here. One night I said, "Well, if something happened that you left office, then I was caucused in and I could run as an incumbent." I think about that. Now this is a very interesting statement by Alan Kaufman. And he was talking with his friend, the former mayor of Goshen, Mayor Piro. Now, this is a very interesting statement. And the reason that this is interesting is because, well, incumbents, ladies and gentlemen, win elections by like a lot. When you're looking at local elections, too, like mayoral elections, it is overwhelming how often mayors win. These have been studied many, many times. Uh, I linked to a article, a single one from Bloomberg to kind of highlight how often it is that mayors get elected and the strategy to actually defeat an incumbent mayor, because you have to run in an off election cycle. There has to be a controversy because it's it's virtually impossible to unseat a mayor. And honestly, that's why the Chicago situation with Beetlejuice was, was also very interesting, and why I didn't expect her to lose, because it's one, it's Chicago, and two, it's Beetlejuice. But it turns out the people of Chicago just wanted somebody more extreme than she was, which is kind of crazy, but I digress. I shouldn't say the people of Chicago. I should say the selectors of who would become mayor in Chicago, because I'm not convinced that everything's on the up-and-up in Chicago mayoral elections. It is Chicago, after all. So Alan Kaufman, back in the 1990s, didn't think that a democrat could get elected mayor but he came up with an idea and he voiced it to his friend the current mayor of goshen at the time and he said you know if something were to happen and you left office but i got caucused in by the democrats as like your replacement well then i can run as an incumbent and that might actually work now he's told the story before but I do have an audio clip of this just because I want you to actually hear it. Now, again, this has been published in in uh, publications before. He's told this story many times. I just have an audio clip of him actually saying it just in case there's somebody out there who uh, is trying to say that uh, I'm making it up or I'm fabricating it. So have a listen. This is, again, Alan Kaufman, former mayor of Goshen explaining how he had this conversation with his friend, the former mayor of Goshen, Mayor Puro. And one night I said, you oh, know if something happened that you left office and I was office in and I could run as an incumbent, I think about it. Well, I think that gave him license to go look for another job. Uh, well, folks, Mayor Puro did. He, he went, he looked for another job. And in March of 1997, Puro resigned and Kaufman was indeed easily caucused in by the Democratic Party. Now, from there, he ran for mayor as the incumbent in 1999 and he won. And as I said earlier, incumbents hold a significant advantage in re election. And the rest is history. You know, he's the mayor of Goshen for over 18 years. I'm not here to debate whether or not you liked his tenure as mayor or you didn't like his tenure as mayor. That's not what this is about. You know, the fact of the matter is, this is what happened. And it was a very interesting strategy because he did not think. He did not think that he could win in Goshen, that any Democrat could win in Goshen after Mayor Puro. But he was asked to run, and, and he came up with an idea to do it. Um, and the, the full audio clip has all the context of why he chose to do that and why he, he didn't want to take a risk of running in a normal election and why he hatched this, this plot. It's all right there in the audio clip at btmedia.news. Now I, I feel like I have to let you know and remind you that Kaufman is currently on the Goshen School Board and he's embroiled in an election scandal, uh, with you know mishandling of election funds, possible campaign contribution violations, that sort of thing. Um, and again, innocent until proven guilty, but he seems to have admitted that he did some of this stuff. So it doesn't look it doesn't look great. So then you got to fast forward to 2015. Now, Kaufman's been mayor for a long time by 2015 but he's been mentoring somebody for the past eight years. And that mentorship leads us into the next leg of all of this. And again, this isn't... I'm not doing this just to trash people or anything like that, but there's some nuance here of how things have been done in Goshen that Goshen residents may not have been aware of. And there's going to be a lot of people, I think, who hear what, what I have to say here, who think that they are being manipulated by certain politicians in Goshen and that honestly their their right to choose who they really want to run for office is kind of being stripped from them so we got more on this coming up again you're listening to Casey Hendrickson ninety-five-three MNC and the all-new MNC Nation and good afternoon, thank you for tuning in, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Once again, I am your host, Casey Hendrickson, I'm doing a bit of an exclusive here, and this isn't anything that nobody else could do, it's just that, you know, some people contacted me and said, hey, we think this is pretty interesting, would you mind looking into it for us? And and I did. And I'll be honest with you, it is interesting, so I started looking at it, and we have a very interesting electoral history in the city of Goshen for the mayor's office, and we started this off with alan kaufman really started off with mayor puro uh then alan kaufman and you know kaufman had a conversation with puro who, who had asked him if he would consider running for mayor and you know puro, um, uh, kaufman excuse me uh, had said i don't think that any democrat can get elected after you're done and so he basically said no but one day he had an idea and this was because he was risk averse he didn't want to he didn't want to risk anything in a in a full election but he did say he goes you know if something were to happen to you and you were to resign and I were to be caucused in and I could then run as as the incumbent in the next election, I would consider doing that. And that's exactly what happened. So in March of 1997, Mayor Puro resigned and Kaufman got caucused in. Kaufman, uh, Kaufman ran as the incumbent in 1999, two years later, and, and he won. And then, of course, he was mayor for over 18 years. You guys know the history. Once again, for those of you just tuning in, incumbents have a serious and significant advantage, particularly in local mayoral elections. So you fast forward to 2015. Now, in 2015, Kaufman had been mentoring Jeremy Stutzman for over eight years. So, Kaufman had somebody that he believed was his handpicked successor. And so, Stutzman was, again, the person. And so, Kaufman is at the end of, of his career, at least as mayor. And Stutzman is the handpicked successor for mayor of Goshen. Now, Stutzman would go on to defeat Republican Mary Kripe in the next mayor, mayoral election. Um, And and Kaufman had actually said, too, in in, uh, I believe it was the Goshen News, Kaufman had said basically, he goes, you know, if if Stutzman wasn't ready or if I thought that the people of Goshen were going to elect a flake, I would have kept running. And I, I, I know that some of you will probably get a kick out of that because of your opinions of Kaufman, but I digress. So then in 2019, Stutzman ran unopposed. Again, this is all in uh, 2015. Then in 2019, Stutzman ran unopposed. And that's because, tragically, Terry Snyder, the Republican, um, died unexpectedly just weeks before the May 7th primary election. So then in December of last year, December of 2022, Mayor Stutzman announced that he was running for his third term as mayor of Goshen. And again, I'm providing all of the references and the links and everything else in this article at btmedia.news, okay? Just so you have it and you can go through it. And, and, uh, you And know, obviously, MNC has covered all of this. So uh, some of these stories we covered exclusively. Nobody else covered. So it's, uh, or at least we had angles that nobody else had. So in December of 2022, Mayor Stutzman says, I'm running for reelection. I'm running for my third term as mayor of Goshen, okay? Then just a few months later, mayor Stutzman announced that he was not running for re-election after all he just decided he wasn't going to do it so so how is it that december of 2022 you are running but march all of a sudden you're not i mean that's pretty darn quick don't you think i think it's march right and pull up uh yeah march so, so, March, or excuse me, January, February, March, three months later, almost almost to the day, three months later, almost to the day, Mayor Stutzman said, I'm not running anymore. Well, that changes things, right? So, he's leaving, he's not going to be mayor anymore. He's going to become the CEO of La Casa Inc. There, there's there's some co- connections with La Casa Inc., and there's been a lot of hay made about La Casa Inc and officials in goshen for some time now i am aware of that okay i'm not addressing any of those allegations in this article but i know that many of you are aware of it i am aware of it um i know that there are some investigative reporters in the area who are aware of it well there's only one investigative reporter but you know who i'm talking about so I, I just, I'm not dealing with that in this article because I, I know that I will continue from this point and people will be like, well, what about La Casa and this? And what about La Casa and that? And, um, you know, is it, is it um, potentially a, a problem that the mayor is resigning and going to be the CEO of La Casa after everything that has happened with La Casa in the city of Goshen? And I, those are all valid questions that need to be answered. I'm just not doing it in this article. Okay. That's not what I'm here for. So if you thought that was the direction we're going, that's not where we're going right now. But Mayor Stutzman's leaving. He's going to be the CEO of La Casa. So he made a public announcement over this, and he said, and I quote, over the next couple of weeks between myself, the new mayor that, uh, the the person I'm hoping will be the new mayor that's announcing. Now, I want to play you this audio as well, because, well, I you know, this is, <laughs> to me, this sounds like, you, you could just dismiss this, I guess, as, You know, oh, it's a Freudian slip, or, you know, it's just a slip of the tongue, or whatever. I read this like somebody who knew the outcome of the next election had already been decided. No, I'm not accusing him of fraud or anything like that, but there is a political strategy that has already been implemented that is universally fairly successful across the country when you're talking about incumbents. And to me, it sounded like Stutzman, Mayor Stutzman. Like, he already knew that this was a foregone conclusion. So just have a listen to the audits. Again, I don't want to be accused of manipulating or manufacturing anything even though they will still say I did this with AI or something like that. But this is the actual audio from his announcement that he was not seeking re-election, by the way. Over the next couple of weeks, between myself, uh, the new mayor, the person I'm hoping will be the new mayor that's announcing, and La Casa, we'll be talking about uh, time periods for this shift. Right now, I imagine sometime in June is when I will actually step down as mayor and then um, take my role as CEO of La Casa. So once again, over the next couple of weeks, between myself and the new mayor—that uh, the person that I am hoping will be the new mayor—that's announcing. Like I said, you're welcome to dismiss that as a simple slip of the tongue. I, I see that very differently. Maybe I'm jaded. It's entirely possible. Let's be honest. I am. Now we'll get to that person in just a little bit. And I know that most of you already know who that person is. But we'll get to we'll get to them in just a minute. That. Got other stuff before we get to that. So the mayor announcing that he was not going to be running for re-election right after announcing that he was running for re-election naturally caused some confusion about what the election was going to look like and what the ballot was going to look like. So here's what's going to happen. Mayor Stutzman, according to Elkhart County elections, Mayor Stutzman will remain on the May primary ballot. So primary ballot is in May. The Democratic Party will then, after that, caucus a candidate to take Stutzman place, uh, Stutzman's place for the November general election. This sounds a lot like the Kaufman scenario, although a quicker timeline, but it sounds an awful lot like the, the, the Puro Kaufman scenario from the 1990s, right? Somebody steps away, handpicked select, uh, selection, that person gets caucused in, they run as an incumbent. It's the same process. See, it's been done before. And who is Stutzman's mentor? Alan Kaufman. Alan Kaufman hatched the scheme in the 90s. Alan Kaufman mentored Stutzman. Stutzman is hatching the scheme now. And the person that he picked is somebody that he's mentored. Is that a quinky dink? No, of course it's not a quinky dink. So more on this coming up 95 3 MNC and the all new MNC Nation. All right, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Once again, I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. I also want to thank MNC Nation, a couple of new stations in the lineup, the uh, uh, affiliates, as you will. Yes, syndicated, I am. So we're talking about this situation in Goshen. There's a very interesting political strategy that is employed by Goshen Democrats in mayoral races, it's not standard not saying it's illegal i'm saying it's not standard and and a lot of people might be a little upset that the the goshen democrats since the 1990s have essentially been manipulating the electoral process for mayor and it's really not it's, it's like i said it's not a normal process and and depending on how you feel about that it's probably going to be where you where you are politically but we'll get into that here in just a minute so we left off with uh, Mayor Stutzman announcing that he was running for his third term and then just three months later announcing that he was not running for his third term and what that did is that created a problem in the elect- in the uh, the electoral process because his name is still on the May primary ballot. So, <laughs> uh, so he stays on the primary ballot in May. The Democratic Party will then caucus in a candidate to replace Stutzman for the November general election and just like just like the uh, the scheme that was hatched by Alan Kaufman in the 1990s, Stutzman will allow his his handpicked uh, successor to run as an incumbent. And incumbents almost always win. Very, it, honestly, it, it's smart. I, I mean, I could appreciate the strategy. Um, I may not approve of it morally, but I could appreciate the strategy. So this article, again, with all of this information, is at btmedia.news. Like bt, like burning truth. B. It is hard to say how the GOP would have adjusted their strategy and candidate selection had they known Stutzman would not be running, but it's safe to assume that they would have taken a different approach. And again, I don't say that to denigrate anybody who's running. It's just that when you're running against an incumbent, you have a very different strategy than, oh, my gosh, this is a wide open seat. We can throw everything we have at this. There is a very different strategy that is employed. And for those of you who don't know elections, and I, I'm sure that there's some Democrats listening to this right now, which will try and gaslight anybody about this. No, no, no. Democrats should be giving their best all the time. And it's not our fault that we're doing this. Well, that's not a reality. You know, if, for example, you look at Florida, right? Florida had no chance of beating Ron DeSantis. So the Democratic Party didn't invest any money in Florida because they weren't going to beat Ron DeSantis. But if you have an open seat and Ron DeSantis isn't around anymore, you can bet your butt the Democratic Party is going to throw a ton of money at that. They're going to be recruiting candidates. They're going to get candidates to suddenly have, uh, you know, come to Jesus moment and they have to go move to Florida because they just want the sunshine and the surf and just establish their residency. I mean, they would be pulling out all of the stops to to win that seat. It's the same thing in Goshen. It's the same thing in South Bend. It's just how it is in in most places in the country. These aren't contentious races. So, you know, if you're running against a three, basically, you know, somebody's running on the third term as an incumbent, you have a very different political strategy than running for an open seat. So this would definitely have changed the Republican strategy. So what they've done is they've robbed the Republicans of doing that. Again, smart, unethical probably, but smart. And it's also safe to assume, by the way, that because Stutzman timed his announcement to keep himself on the May primary ballot, that any Democrat in Goshen who might want to run for mayor can't run for mayor now. I mean, theoretically they can, but... The ballots are all jacked up. Their name isn't going gonna, isn't gonna to be highlighted on the ballot as the Democrat. It's not going to happen for them because his name is going to be on the ballot. Why? Because he waited too long. You know, that's the strategy, though. It's, it's intentional. It wasn't a mistake. But he waited too long so that his name stays on the primary ballot. So if you're a Democrat in Goshen who wants to run for mayor, Stutzman has effectively taken that opportunity from you. Why? Because he has a handpicked selection of somebody that he's been mentoring and grooming to be his replacement. <laughs> you, if you're a Democrat in Goshen, you got to be thrilled about this, right? So we have another example of Goshen Democrats strategizing to take the choice out of the people's hands and give it to a, a handpicked successor for mayor. And and for the record, I don't know anything about this person. You know, they might be the nicest person in the world. They might end up being a wonderful man. I don't know. But the process to select them seems quite a bit iffy. Now, here's where we start looking at um, other Democrats in the area. Um, Aaron Mishler, he's a city councilman in Elkhart. Aaron Mishler... Um, he certainly has his faults, and one of those faults is he's got a bit a bit of a big mouth. Uh, he's all over social media; doesn't stop talking on social media, and um, he oftentimes gives up he gives up the game. Now, he posted on social media that the GOP has a couple of very weak candidates running for mayor in Goshen. They can't replace them now. Had he not filed to run again, then they likely would have found a much more serious candidate to run. With him stepping stepping down after the deadline, then a good candidate can be slated in, placed on the ballot after May, and crushed the weak GOP candidates. It's brilliant. So again, this is a Democrat Elkhart City Councilman, Aaron Mishler, gave up the game. He's telling you everything that I'm telling you, and he's 100% correct. He's 100% correct. So, just for you Democrats out there who are, might be jawing to yourself, going, ah, Casey conspiracy theories, the Democrats agree with me. <laughs> because again, this is, this is kind of my wheelhouse. This strategy stuff, this is my wheelhouse. This is what I enjoy. And... This is 100% brilliant. Unethical. You could argue immoral, I guess, depending on your perspective. But um, <laughs> underhanded, definitely. No doubt about that. But there you go. Democrat Aaron Mishler, Elkhart City Councilman. He exactly explains all of this. 100%. This was a tactic to throttle the Republicans from, from actually competing in this election. Well, why do Democrats fear a competitive Republican candidate? You know, we've all been told for a long time that Goshen is Democrat. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, what if I were to pose this question to you? What if Goshen isn't as Democrat as everybody thinks? What if Goshen isn't as liberal as everybody thinks? What if the Democrats have just been gaming the mayoral elections to make it seem that way. Now, there's certainly other elections which you can factor in here, and I'm not I'm not just discounting those, but what if? All right, we'll wrap this up in the next segment coming up, 95.3 MNC and the all-new MNC Nation. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel and the all-new MNC Nation. Casey Hendrickson here. Don't forget to follow me on Truth Social and Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and Rumble and everywhere else that... Uh, social media is active. I guess that didn't come out right, but you know it's it's. Uh, I, I'm I'm busy this week. Sorry, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I've done a lot of stuff to TV today. It's a whole thing. Um, but you can follow me at Casey the host. Now, if you want to follow me uh, in the places I'm most active, I uh, love Instagram, Twitter, and Truth Social. Those are the places I'm most active as far as typical traditional social media is concerned. And then, of course, on Rumble.com slash Casey, the host. All right. So we're talking about this Goshen situation. Um, Very interesting election strategy by Democrats in Goshen since the 1990s. Basically, they don't let the people choose the mayor. They kind of select the mayor and then they manipulate the election in a way that historically means that the incumbent wins. Started happening in in, uh, 1997. It has been happening almost since then with one exception uh so you start taking a look at this right jeremy jeremy stutzman uh mayor of goshek stepping down and he's done so in a way to manipulate the primary that democrats can't run in the democratic primary because his name is on the ballot and so that's going to cause it's it's a waste of time it's a waste of time stutzman's name is on that ballot But they also completely changed the way that the Republicans are going to strategize for this election because they're strategizing for running against, um, you know, somebody's running for the third term, an incumbent, as opposed to running for an open seat, which hasn't happened in a long time. So it's a different election. And even the Democrats admit this is a brilliant strategy to prevent the Republicans from actually winning the mayoral race or being competitive, at least. And Republicans are competitive for the mayoral elections. I mean, uh, you look at the voter turnout and the numbers. I mean, they are they're, they're competitive. So I just I pose the question: What if Goshen isn't as Democrat or as liberal as people might think? What if they're more moderate? What if what if they are more on the right? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. We really haven't had a fair shake of this in a little while. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway. The Goshen election officials, remember, they said the Democrats would caucus to choose Stutzman's replacement after the May primary. Well, it's April. We already have the heir apparent who has already been promoted to all of you. So you have the primary in May. After the primary, you will have the replacement. You know, the caucus will be done. That's the person who will finish Stutzman's term. Stutzman says he'll be out of office probably in June. That person will then go into the fall election as the incumbent. And incumbents almost always win. Get it? <laughs> uh, so anyway, Mayor Jeremy Stutzman endorsed Gina Lichty as the candidate of choice to fulfill his term and run for office in the fall municipal election in 2023. It, I don't even know. Has any of this official yet? Has the paperwork all been done and filed and all that stuff? I mean, it's, it's still early. I guess they technically don't have to do all of that. But all of the announcements and the press releases have been made. but <laughs> But is it official? <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta wonder again. It's the strategy, right? So Democrats will caucus for a candidate, uh, and that's uh, after after the May the May election. Stutzman's estimated that he'll leave in June, and then the election is in fall. Really simple strategy, right? Announce that you're not running for re-election late in the cycle. You then prevent candidates in your own party from running against you and your hand picked successor. You then negatively affect the other political party, in this case, the Republican strategy, going into that election season. You give your hand picked successor an almost certain win by making them the incumbent. And then you rinse and repeat anytime you have a changing of the guard. Like I said, brilliant strategy, underhanded as heck, but brilliant. Now, this again, this article and more. It's right, right there at btmedia.news. I wrote this and published it this morning. I wrote it last night, published it this morning. Not my best work, but good enough. <laughs> I was, it was late, and I'm busy. Now, I want to make this very, very clear. I am not accusing anybody of breaking the law. This strategy is effective. But Goshen residents, I mean, you've got some things to think about here. You know, you need to decide for yourself. Do you feel cheated by this scheme? I would be a little miffed by this. If, if, I, if this were Republicans doing this, I would feel cheated out of a primary. That would be my feeling. I don't know how you all feel about it. Are Democrats okay with not being able to effectively run for mayor in the primary? You know, you don't have a level playing field. Are Republicans okay with effectively being shut out of a truly competitive electoral process by not even knowing who your opponent is? Are Goshen voters okay with the electoral process being manipulated in this way by local Democrats so that all eligible candidates do not get a fair shot in a primary? Now only Goshen can answer those questions. I obviously I can't. I don't live in Goshen. I'm next door, but you know that's something that you Goshen residents have to address. You know, and for, you know again, Goshen is generally considered to be a blue place. Um, with that said, I like Goshen a lot. I like downtown. I like the city. I like the people there. I always have a good time in Goshen. Um, I, I enjoy Goshen. I don't have what you would call uh, animus, vitriol, hate even, anger, disgust, distaste. I don't have any of that for Goshen. I like Goshen. I think that they've done some really stupid things since I've been here, but what city hasn't? With that said, I generally enjoy my time in Goshen. But I'm not a resident of Goshen, so I can't tell you all what to do. All I can do is provide you with the information. And, you know, since 1997, the strategy in Goshen has been to deny you open primaries and or uh, a level playing field general election and that has been dictated and schemed on and coordinated by democratic party officials in the city of Goshen and if you're okay with that that that's fine if you're not okay with that then well you've got some choices to make and what you're going to do in in the you know the election cycles coming up but also what you're going to do Within the local party apparatus? You know, are you going to start running to, uh, to get posts in the local party and change things from the inside? That becomes the big question. So, hopefully, this has helped you at least uh, understand a little bit what's happening there and uh, make an effective decision going forward. Bill O'Reilly's coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a wonderful and safe night.